and welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast once again with your boy Davy Lips. And as always, my man Gio. Hey, man. Hello, hello. How are you? It's been an, it's been an awful week. That pay-per-view sucked. <laughs> 2017 was just not a good year. It was just not a no. good year at all. But yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing your pain. <laughs> um, <laughs> and again, as always, Damo once again. Hello, sir. Hello. Good to have you both back and well. Uh, right, straight into stuff. Um, biggest talking point this week, I think, is where we'll start. Is obviously the Jeff Hardy thing's been rumbling on. Um, I think that's the best place to start because you know Matt Hardy's obviously been the only one that's really said anything. Um, we haven't had anything official from WWE or Jeff Hardy himself. Apart from little Vignette, that wasn't really anything. But Jeff has spoken. Oh, he has. Not in detail. Not in detail, but he said enough. Ah, well, then let's get to that. What, what, what have you heard? Well, um, he starts a tour with his band tomorrow. Oh. Um. So you know that's that's convenient, isn't it? Uh, loses his job and coincidentally has a tour lined up. Um, I don't feel like it's a coincidence. Um, I think he's tried asked for his release, being told absolutely not, because obviously he sells a lot of merch. So that's why he's turned up drunk, because his wife has said a lot about, oh, no, you know, you don't know the full story. He's he's not gone down that path, blah, 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 blah. Um, it looks to me like he's just faked the whole thing, um, or he's actually turned up drunk to get sacked, um, knowing that they've said, this is a clause in your contract. If you mug us off, we will get rid of you. I think he's doing it on purpose. It's coincidental that his, his band go on tour tomorrow. Ooh, that's a hot take. Oh, Pyro Oxygen or whatever it is. So you I think... didn't listen enough to the name. Yeah, I didn't even know that that was still a thing. Wasn't that like a thing years ago? It's just... It's have just you suspicious. ever heard that? Have you ever heard one of his CDs? It's awful. No, I haven't. It doesn't feel like it'd be my jam, to be honest. It's yeah. just a lot of synthesizing and like him saying words. It's so weird. Well, it is the Hardys. I mean, you know, it is it is them. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> it's it's been a weird one. Like Matt obviously coming out saying he thinks that they jumped the gun a bit, and you know he doesn't need rehab. But if that's like the thing, I mean, I mean that would be. That'd be really harsh because of all the people they've been loyal to Jeff probably more than anyone they've been for a very, very long time. Yeah. You know, they've they've always thought so highly of Jeff. We've said it on the podcast even before this, just like they've always loved him. Um I think a lot of it is unfortunately internet wrestling community is very quick to jump guns. I do believe all of that stuff. That you know they uh, they have jumped and passed judgment and everything else. Bit what Matt Hardy said. There's obviously always a bigger picture, and people will jump to a conclusion. Seeing that neither no one's made like official word. It's all just rumors. I mean, it's pretty clear that they offered him rehab and he said no. But I don't know. You watch that clip on that Saturday. Jimmy definitely catches him and he walks out through the crowd mid match. Mm -hmm. I just you know you don't do that under normal circumstances, especially with a company that's tried to treat you so well. Um, do you think he just wants to do this tour and then do stuff with Matt? I mean... Yeah. 
So um, one last run. Matt was talking something about them wanting to do another one last final deletion tag match. And obviously that was never going to happen when Jeff was in WWE because Matt would never go back to WWE. Yeah. Um, like I don't watch a lot of AEW, but the bits that I have seen, I can tell you that Matt Hardy should have retired about 10 years ago because he looks awful. Yeah, he's, um, he's So maybe to... it's a case of Matt knows his time's coming to an end. I think they haven't got long left. Jeff's got multi-years left on his contract. He's needed an out. I think it was funny. Is I think Billy Gunn looks better than Matt Hardy does from the bits I've seen. Yeah, Not gonna lie, so I think Billy Gunn I mean, actually still looks like he can rock it. Um, so yeah, it's weird. But yeah, I think Matt. I I think he should have retired after the after the thing with um, Sammy Sammy Guerrero. To be fair, I don't think he should have come back from that. That was bad enough. That whole mess. But yeah, uh, so whatever. I we. Whatever it is, I wish Jeff well because, like, I know those demons, um, and I know he's obviously battled with them long. Even if there's an inkling of it there, let's just hope he's uh, he's doing well, and we'll have to wait and see. March 9th, his ninety days is up, so I'm guessing we'll know more early next year. Um, but not all is rosy in WWE because we had Raw last night. I try so hard. Yeah, to to try and keep raw you know keep hope raw has always been like the show for me since a kid you know raw has always been my go-to show i mean last night was for me terrible you watched it i just went to bed i watched it <laughs> i watched i watched oh. the highlights okay well god bless you guys you watched that awful show since i had to watch the pay-per-view <laughs> i think the, the, the biggest issue that they face and like for so long is that I don't know how to explain it. They're like, it's just recycled storylines and, and nonsense. And there's no real sense of urgency towards adding drama or intrigue or so the last night was like loads of it. Like, I don't know, like random Otis win, like face and foe in Owens and Rollins trying to team up or whatever it was. The not so good person in charge, you know, I don't know. They've just lost the energy to do things right for me on, on raw. And all yeah. that's going to be remembered of raw is that it existed. Like I just didn't get it. I didn't get it at all. Any of it. Like, no face. So, Bianca Belair won her match, got taken out straight away. That's how it pretty much started. And no face then did anything good. There was no cheer point. Nothing to cheer. Um, yeah, I just... I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. And the Bobby Lashley stuff, I just don't know. Um, That's the thing. Lashley's great, but this is just like, ugh, again... To me, the Owens matched, and, you know, I'm all for rumours and predictions. Owens looked, looked, wrestled like he's not going to be here anymore. That's the first time I've come out of looking at a match thinking, I think he's done. Mm. I, I honestly think Owens is done, and they're trying to keep him in that main event scene. But what they're doing, they've just had Bobby Lashley rip through their entire main event scene right now. 
the raw main guys is the four that are fighting at day one. <coughs> Bobby Lashley's just destroyed them all in one night. Not even over the, the two weeks left. And the first two, he didn't break a sweat. No. No. Um, yeah. And then there was some other stuff. I mean, Rude and Ziggler taking on Balor and Priest, which I'm hoping it's just leading up to Theory, Balor, which would be great for Theory. I'm guessing that's all that's building up to. Maybe throw Priest in there, have the three of them go at it. I could see it. Um, but yeah. Other than that, nothing moved along. Like Rhea Ripley got rolled up in forty-eight seconds. Forty-eight oh, seconds. That's awful. I mean, because of a distraction, it was true. Like Carmella threw Nikki into the corner. Rhea went to check on her. Bam, rolled up. Less than a minute. Less than a minute, and that's Rhea Ripley. You know, it's just another example. Why are they pushing Carmella over Rhea Ripley though? Carmella and Zelina look almost untouchable right now. Yeah. It's just an example of another women's match that ends in a roll-up as well. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you the last time a women's match has gone more than five minutes. Oh, maybe Liv Morgan. And did you see the angry girl? She, Liv Morgan's actually said she wants to meet the girl. <laughs> last night. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Random Otis win. I'm not opposed to giving like Otis a push with Gable if they're consistent with it, but they've been really up and down and all of a sudden they're beating Matt Riddle. Like that was out of nowhere. Like I'm, I'm not against a notice push. I quite like how he's repackaged himself. It's not been an easy job for him with what he was, but I don't know, just randomly beating Matt Riddle clean. It's and just... then getting the upper hand on Orton. Yeah. No, no issue. All right. Like, what, like, if they've tried to make Otis a monster, why why not have carried it on when people were starting to look like, hey, look at Otis and Gable doing this. And then they went down a bit, and now they're back up, and now they're taking out the tag champs, or one man taking out the tag champs. I just, yeah, I don't know what Raw was. I don't know what Raw was. And I, I do think that the Miz and Marie stuff with Edge was definitely setting up a mixed tag. That is definitely mm-hmm. Maurice getting back into action and, and stuff. I mean, she slapped him pretty hard. To be fair. That's not the first time she slapped her husband. Do you know that? <laughs> I feel like it'll be a mania thing. Will the mix tag if we're getting it? Yeah, they might rumble this on for a bit then. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, definitely, I think Beth Phoenix is gonna is gonna come into it. But I don't know. Bang average. It's a car crash at the minute. The main event scene because I love Bobby Lashley. I think he's great, but I don't know why. Why is he now the one that's getting a big push? I'm assuming that he's going to win, and they're trying to give Biggie like a WrestleMania moment. Maybe, yeah, like I, I Book Lashley like is like an unstoppable force for a few months. Give him a WrestleMania moment instead of a cash in. I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's just disastrous. It's just disastrous uh, right now. I'd be understating it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, yeah. Meh, but it's SmackDown. SmackDown's really good. So I don't see how they can get one so right and the other so wrong. That's what I don't get. If they were both trash, sweet. Then so be it. But like SmackDown was great. The stuff with Sami Zayn and Brock Lesnar is fucking glorious. You know? Um Yeah, the Sonya Deville stuff with Naomi, I know not everyone's a big fan of it. 
but he got Jai Lee to debut, and I thought that was good. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was good. Yeah, you know, I've enjoyed it. Tony Storm getting a shot at like Charlotte, I thought was great. And they get that so right. Um, I mean, there are still a few moments I roll my eyes at some of the dumber things. Like, I have to think New Day, New Day beating Usos and RK Bro was, I don't know. No need for that. Uh, they didn't need it. Lesnar no destroying Zayn is, is good. Zayn's doing really well in that situation. I think it, it's great. Um, it's just it will build in, I guess, to day one. Um, but yeah, I just don't understand how how they can get one show quite right and the other one so wrong. It's in a funky place. But how do they fix it? That's what I wanted to ask. What would you do to fix Raw? How do you fix it when people are going into it now expecting it to suck? You know, not doing anything they're doing now. <laughs> do anything. <laughs> But like, how is there a quick fix, or is it going to take so much time? Do you think? Do would you try and cut down like the third hour? Do you think that's what really messes it up? I mean, even with the third hour, it's still it, it, the issue. Isn't now that it's rubbish story? It's just start to finish, just turd. It was like hot turd. At least SmackDown, even if the the storylines are rubbish. The matches are always to a higher level. Like like you say, Ripley was done in less than 50 seconds. Kevin Owens was down before he'd even got the move locked in. You look at the in-ring work and it's sloppy. Like, it just... It's Sometimes, just like, even the wrestling has saved it. And from last night, only really the Big E Lashley match was decent. And that wasn't even particularly good. You know, and it's weird. Like, yeah, Rhea Ripley losing in 50 seconds. Didn't Booker T compare her to Hulk Hogan this week on a fucking interview I saw? He's like, she's a money machine. She's a draw. Mm-hmm. You know, and yet she's getting rolled up in 48 seconds. I just... I, like, no disrespect to Zelina, but she's just not very good. No. <laughs> I... No, yeah. they're not. They're not. And I, I just... It's such a mess. It's such a mess. And they don't seem to care. You know, they just don't seem to care. Um, but yeah, is what it is. Is what it is. I guess we just have to accept that WWE is actually in that funk. I just don't see where I can I can justify it. Um, so one story that came out that I did want to bring up is the saying that they may have Zayn win like Eddie Guerrero style, win the title where Lesnar Cost reigns the title. And Lesnar goes on to feud with Reigns and Sammy somehow manages to slip by them and have his own reign. Do you think that would work? Do you think Reigns-Lesnar needs the, the title? Do you think it would hurt? Do you think it's a sneaky way to get the belt off Roman so he could do other stuff? Do you think that could happen? Or do you think Zayn's just there as, a, as, you know, as his contract's running out and they need to make him think that he's important? I actually like the idea because... The problem you've got on SmackDown now is realistically nobody can beat Roman Reigns. Yeah. Brock Lesnar beats Roman Reigns, then you're back in the position where nobody can beat Brock Lesnar. But if they somehow get one Lesnar to cost Reigns the title, Sammy takes the title, Reigns is then, like you say, Reigns will be more concerned with taking back 
what Lesnar took rather than the title. So Lesnar took away his air of invincibility. Because it is getting to the stage where all the talk was that The Rock would be the one to set the title. Yeah. But The Rock's at least 15 months away from being back in a ring. Yeah. They can't keep him going on for that long. Like, it's already got to the stage where you think someone else... Like, he's he's beaten everybody except Drew. Mm. Drew is the only person Reigns hasn't beaten <laughs> with the title on the line that, that matters, that yeah, he would yeah. put in the main event. Um. Granted, if Sammy did win it, I don't think he'd have it long. But do you think it would I work? Think, I mean, yeah. Do you think, think they'd, they'd any, ever have plans to push Zayn beyond anything than a comedy heel? You know, which he does very well. Be such a sneaky, smarmist thing to do. Like, just have you know, have him get beard or whatever, and then he gets the sneaky pin. See, that's what I think, because if you remember, like, when Eddie won it, it was Goldberg jumped out, nailed Brock, and Brock and Goldberg went off to have a perfectly fine feud because he didn't need a title, and Eddie went off to do mm-hmm. his thing. That sort of thing could work with someone like Sami Zayn. I mean, could Sami Zayn get a run as Universal Champ? Would it work? I mean, what? I do think he's one of the most unappreciated talents. I do. Um, he would definitely be on my list. I just, I don't know. I think if there's anybody on the SmackDown roster that could take that role, it would be Sammy. You know, that role of just Do you think sneaky... they made it difficult to do something like that because of how they booked Roman? I mean, that would go down in the record books as Sami Zayn is the guy that dethroned Roman Reigns. I mean, is, is Roman Reigns now in a place where it's like it's someone who needs a break or who can be seen as the future of WWE that needs to beat him? But that's the thing is he doesn't have to beat Roman. It's a triple threat. He could get a win. He could get a sneaky win on Brock Lesnar. Mm. Which, based on the way they've had the Brock and Sammy stuff going back and forth, would also work. Yeah. Yeah. I I I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I just uh, yeah, be interested. Be interested. I say pull the trigger, do it. Let's worry about it later. Because I don't think it would hurt Brock or Roman at all. And it would only elevate Sammy and it would just give something different. But like Sammy Zayn to be the guy to dethrone Roman would be, I don't know. Would it feel like Brock Lesnar ending the streak? You know, that kind of vibe. I mean, maybe not to that extreme, but Sammy Zayn would be the one. Would it just feel they've wasted all this Roman stuff? The longer so, it goes on, I think the more it'll feel like it's wasted anyway. Yeah, like I'm surprised as many people have have stayed invested in what's going on for this long as they have. Yeah, Do you know what people are like. Oh, he's been champ too long. Bored. Move on. Like, I don't. I don't feel like that with Roman though. No, that's what like, I mean. That's like, how they booked it. They booked it so well, aren't they? Still, somehow works. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah I don't know. It, it, it's weird. Like, Reigns versus Lesnar, it's a marquee food, uh, feud. It doesn't need the title. I mean, it doesn't hurt to have the title in there. I mean, it, but then it wouldn't make sense for Brock to just forget about the title. And what? He, he wouldn't, you know, if he wanted the title, he'd squash Sammy anyway. I don't know. It'd just be, it'd be interesting. I'm curious to see what they do and how Sami Zayn stays in it. Um, because at the minute, it's real fun. Maybe Sami Zayn goes on to win money in the bank. I, you know, 
after all this. Maybe that's that's a level. See, if, here's the thing. If Sammy wins it, then I'm going to go with, you know, the prediction of Owens winning the Rumble and then they have a Mania match. Oh. Oh, yeah. That would work too. Because it's again, like... Owens for the Rumble bandwagon. How dare you? Because <laughs> you never get a bad match out of Owens, Sammy. Never. Tell me when we've had a bad match. There's never been one. You know, which place it hasn't been done is on WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they had one, didn't they? Was it a couple of years ago? Like, emergency one. Was it last year? When did they do this last one? Did they? They had one. I don't think it was that long ago. I feel like it was, like, yeah, the that, was, I, that wasn't I, doing so great. Like, oh, maybe, because wasn't Jake Paul the ref or something? Yeah, something like that, wasn't it? When Jake Paul got stunned. And he took that stunner <laughs> like a champ, though. Not, not, what, not a fan of the Pauls, but he took that stunner <laughs> like a champ. Maybe it was night two. Maybe, and I just blocked it out of my head. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, right, before we get to reviews and stuff, uh, Tony Khan did an interview, um, and they asked him, you know, obviously about All Out and Full Gear, the big successes. He said they're like Godfather 1 and 2 for him. Now he's just trying to provide something... He wants something more than just okay, like Godfather 3. Uh, and then he said, more than aware, there is a number of free agents out there, wrestlers I admire too. But I've got to say that you just have to keep watching over these next few weeks. Not just winter is coming, there's the holiday bash and the Christmas Day rampage. We have the last ever episode on TNT, followed by the debut episode on TBS. There's Battle of the Belts coming January. I want AEW to run shows that you just can't miss. And I think the next few weeks are going to be really exciting. Do you think that's a whole bunch of new people coming in? Uh, I mean, we, we, we kind of already know that Kyle's going. Well, yeah. Um, they've got all these Ring of Honor guys that I know there'll be some pickups from there. Um, I think the Briscoes are rumoured to have already signed. They're just awaiting debuts. Um, Briscoes is a risk, though. It is. Um, FCR showed up at Ring of Honor and they had that bit going on there you've got this this a lot of people that are available um a big issue that i have with all these people that are available are is they're all of a similar sort of style and standing within wrestling like they're just sort of that mid upper mid card slot which is already quite stacked uh, i don't jim cornett um did a thing and he was saying that adam cole puts on bangers of matches. He's been doing it for years and now he's just standing around with two puppets, kicking people in the shins, pretending he's Orange Cassidy. Like no disrespect to Orange Cassidy, but that's not Adam Cole. Adam Cole should be main event in shows and instead he's so that's kind of what we wanted him to leave for. Like I don't I don't feel yeah. like he's he's grown up from the and NXT. He was booked better first, on NXT. The first thing they did when Fish joined was Fish has now aligned with them. I mean Look and then Kyle's got to align with them. He went from main event matches to kissing the young bucks. Yeah, and, yeah, and being in a Ghostbusters costume. That really yeah, upset me. The Ghostbusters thing. I know everyone was like, "Oh, it's just a bit of fun." It's not what Adam Cole should have gone for. I don't want to see Adam Cole in a fucking costume like that. I just don't want to see it. And then you've got obviously people are now saying that Gargano is not signed because he's signed for AEW. What is there for him to do? Like, he'll put on great matches with everybody that he comes up against if he does join, but he's got everything's so stacked. 
I, I just don't see where these new pieces fit. Bringing in a couple of tag teams, cool. Yeah, the tag team division, you can never have too many good tag teams because they've got a lot of like up-and-coming tag teams that they feature on Dark, Elevation, and whatever the other nonsense is called. They could do with a couple of tag teams to come in and sort of take away from the fact that we've got FTR versus the Lucha Brothers or whatever they're called every two weeks. But I mean, he's got women. his kids, so... Well, Gargano, didn't he say he's not signing anything till February? He's going to do his Twitch and YouTube stuff. Um, he, he announced that on Friday, didn't he? Reopening the wrestling tea stores and... Yeah. He, so his Twitch starts tonight at 10. Yeah. Um, but he did... I, I believe that what he said is that she's due in February, so he's not going to sign any contracts until See, then. I I think he's staying with WWE and him pretending he's not there right now is just, or him not being on Track is just an explanation for him to be able to make money on Twitch. Yeah. While he's out. I think so. I, I still think he's going to go back and I think they're going to start trying to maybe use it as an angle, all this rumor stuff. Well, because, you know, do, uh, do, do wrestling, do companies like AEW, WWE actually care what media and us lots all say? Do you think they actually Here, care? Like, here's the thing: if if he wasn't signed, if he wasn't going to resign, and they knew this, they wouldn't have put them. They wouldn't have put him out there with a microphone to be like, "Hey guys, I'm leaving." They wouldn't have yeah, done it. Yeah, it was very Mark Henry, wasn't it? Yeah, and Carlo really whooped in a cage match. Yeah, you know, and then wasn't allowed to say goodbye until the show had finished. But see, I don't think O'Reilly's leaving either. But that's well, just me. Kyle signed with AEW. He'll, have, he'll, he'll I, debut tonight. I reckon yeah, Kyle will be, yeah, will be there very, very fast. You think um, he's going to be uh, ghostbustering it up soon? <laughs> that's the thing. You just need to be careful today, because right? all these people are leaving because they want to be main guys. And AEW's main guy part is pretty stacked. I mean, you just have to look at like where Alistair Black is and Andrade. Yeah. Andrade should be the perfect yeah. example. Andrade you, left because they offered him the world. What you're saying, the next stadium stampede is going to be the elite versus the undisputed era. I 100% believe that is going to be the case. Kenny will come back and be like, what the hell is this? The um, Young Bucks will realign with him. They'll feud. Bang, done. And to be honest, it'll be a banger of a match. No one's going to oh, yeah. knock that. It's just, I don't know. I, I I don't know. It's not why we wanted him to leave, but yeah, I've actually watched the last two weeks of AEW and I, I quite like it. It's it's good. I just I don't think they need to make big signings. I think they need guys like they've been doing, like the Tony Nieces and Bobby Fishes. Like I, the undercard needs a little bit of work for me. I think <laughs> it's going to be a bunch of the ROH guys now that ROH is finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing that was brought up: uh, Grayson Waller being the man to write Gargano off television. Do you think, what do you, why do you think him? Like, do you think that was good idea? Did, does it make you look at him different? Do you think that's a big deal? I don't particularly like him. I'm not a particularly big fan of Grayson. Waller. He was the one in the war games that I was like, what, like he didn't, his standout moment was a terrible elbow drop off the top. Granted, jumping off the top of the cage through a table isn't the easiest thing to do in the world, I'm sure. But yeah, he was the one that coming out of that match. I thought, mm, I didn't. There was no moment when I thought 
he looks like he's going to be something. And I think they obviously see something in him. And I think that's why he was picked to sort of give him that standout moment that he missed. Because mm. obviously we had, you re, you'll remember Tony taking the gum shield. Do you remember how uh, Carmelo was battered throughout the whole match, but still wouldn't go down? You remember how Braun was there to get the pin over the champ? But then you remember Waller's poor elbow drop. But that's sort of all he did. Yeah. And in terms of the guys that have stepped in, he's also the least memorable there. Like Gacy's doing great work on the mic and he's obviously moving forward with this get rid of 205 stuff. Um, the other guy that was against Cameron Grimes, them two have got this great feud going on. The matches aren't spectacular, but the the mic work that they're putting on and the you know everything they're doing back and forth has been good. And I think it's just to sort of make Waller stand out because they must obviously see him in a better light than they see the others, but he's not showing it, maybe. Yeah, maybe. And it'd be a good match back after paternity for Gargano. Good for Waller, good for Gargano. I mean... Another issue with Waller is his storyline is exactly the same as Austin Theory's. Beats people up, takes pictures, puts them on Instagram. Austin Theory's... The difference is Austin Theory's my favourite Austin Theory's doing it for Vince... And Waller's just doing it for the likes and like it's, yeah. go viral. But it's I didn't the same get story. the bit on Raw with the with the pencil though, like pointing to the eraser. I didn't get it. Yeah, with Vince. I didn't understand what that was, but I think it's Vince is old and crazy. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, it was just an interesting choice. Uh, but I, speaking of NXT UK, you you think it's starting to come together? You think it's starting to now feel like what it's you know like the people are starting to find their places on it and. Starting to become a half decent show. I mean, 2. 0, sorry. Yeah, two point I mean, yeah, it's not me watching NXT UK. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, no. Um, we should. See, I, I, I like it, and I think we are starting to get those people that will step out and replace the Adam Coles, the Kyle O'Reilly's. You know, the the people that haven't been replaced in the past. Bala, uh, Alistair Black. You know, Bobby Roode. These people that. Since they left, it's sort of just been Champer and Gargano. Because who is it that Santos Escobar basically? Quinn. Is Zion Quinn? Yeah, yeah. I, I like him. He is a big angry looking yeah. man. And I think he's going to be great. Uh, and I think working oh, with Santos is great. He's got like muscles on muscles. Yeah, and then tattoos on his muscles on muscles. He's definitely, <laughs> yeah. He's definitely not the guy that you'd like to go back and say, I banged your daughter, would you? Like, it's not, you know, it's not one I don't of, want any part of that. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not one when she's like, meet my dad, and that walks out, and you'd be like, do you know what? I'm busy forever. Uh, but no, it's, the time? It's, yeah. Feels like it's coming together. There's some things I think still need to be adjusted. Some people that aren't taking their chances so much. Um, The Loomis stuff with Carmelo Hayes and that. Yeah. The Loomis stuff doesn't really work with them. You know, Hayes trying to work. And the injury was being ignored and Hayes was trying to work it down and Loomis was just staring. And I was just like, that's not really, it's not really working. It's not really helping. I mean, Loomis, I'm assuming he's going to get the title shot. Um, but I don't know. I'm a big fan of Dexter Loomis, but I don't know if he fits in that, mm. in NXT at the minute. I, I just think maybe he's very good, but I just don't think he fits. But yeah, anyway. Be interesting to see. 
what they do because it is get coming together. I have to say it is coming together. I don't like Duke Hudson and I don't like Grayson Waller, but I quite like the other ones. I, I like the I'm Creed a big fan ones. of Gacy. Gacy, Gacy, right now is is fire. Like, and didn't he say that basically two or five was done? Like, he's going to rename two or five. He's yeah, he's he's getting rid of that and it's it's, it's, it's the weird cult character. I, I love it. And Harlan this week, doesn't he? And then the news that they want to keep 205, but they don't want to, they're like rebranding the whole show. Yeah, funny that. That's what I want to do. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Harlan's debut is this week at an in ring debut. Yes. Very exciting to see what he can do because, like, he's a scary looking dude. Mm. Uh, Yeah. Um, And then they've got a pay per view on January 4th, New Year's Evil, which I'm assuming Bron Brecker wins the title at that point. I think it's time. Put it on him. But please call him Steiner. Just please call him Steiner. Because we all know it's Steiner. So that's Wait, what I would say. Drop the breaker. Yeah. Do you know what? Even if you didn't know, you would look at him and go, Jesus, that's a Steiner. And if you, <laughs> and if you were blind and you heard him, you'd be like, oh, yeah. Steiner. He looks like his father. He sounds like he sounds like his father, but he cuts promos like he's his, his, his uncle. <laughs> yes, he does. You can it's see Rick, like, and then he talks. And you're like, "Wait, is it Scott? Wait, what?" It's literally Rick Steiner with Scott Steiner's voice. <laughs> I don't know if he's got the if he's got the the the, the math the, the short end of that straw for that. The, to be honest, the, I don't math, know the mathematical skills of Scott. I I hope that they have a segment where he does maths. <laughs> <laughs> I, that would be amazing. Be amazing. Oh, no. Joe comes back, and the feud in. And he just he does maths on Samoa Joe. <laughs> that would be great. He's got to do Steiner. He's got to do Brecker maths on Samoa Joe on his return. Let's do it. Do it. Um, speaking of returns, before we get into Gio's review, uh, Scarlett Bordeaux was questioned um, if they were going back to Impact on well, once they're free to wrestle again, and she laughed. We're not going back there. We're not going back there. No. Ha, 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 ha. There's no reason to share why I wouldn't go back to Impact. Thanks for asking, though. And that was the question. <laughs> uh, Braun Strowman showed up at the last ROH show. He did? He did as well. Sorry, like, Titan. Yeah, that was quite was, a good show, to be fair, for the last one. I forget who else, but they were part of like this narrative EC3 stable. I wonder if he's going to do like EC3 starting his own promotion or something, isn't he? Something. I don't know. Um, but yeah. See the narrative things, which I'm not impressed by because it's literally just you, you, it's a pay per view, you buy it, and then it's like, uh, yeah, like a movie slash wrestling thing, like the, the, the boneyard match and stuff. But they're like really bad, low budget, and they look like they're in a fight club. But that was obviously the end of Ring of Honor. And, you know, I watched it. I did watch it on Sunday. Um, And it might not have been a great show, but it felt important. It felt like there was a bunch of people saying goodbye to a company that that meant a lot. And Ring of Honor is, whatever its fate may be, uh, is, is probably one of the most influential companies in modern wrestling history for me. Like... Its style and a lot of its wrestlers are literally what is PWG, Impact, AEW, WWE, everything. 
it's you know it, it's going to be sad to see Ring of Honor go away. Um, I'm glad that he went out on a show that wasn't so trash. I mean, the last two matches are probably worth the watch. Other than that, probably not too much. Jonathan Gresham and Jay Lethal just went at it. To be fair, um, and Gresham winning absolutely. They built that for months. It was the right way to go out. Um, and then there was a sign. The commentator said, see you in April. So maybe they are just taking a sabbatical, like get some money back and let the contracts go and rebuild. I mean, I don't know. But yeah, it, it was it was good. I mean, yeah, it was all a bit weird with the Wesley Blake and the EC3 thing. And Strowman in Ring of Honor. It was a bit strange, not going to lie. But the last two matches are worth the watch. But goodbye for now, Ring of Honor. That's a whole lot of talent. You know, you looked up yeah. that King. If I don't see Kenny King, though, in the Hurt Business, I swear to God, I'll be so I mad. I don't know if that exists anymore again. I'll be so mad. Like, that quickly became... Do you see any, though, go into WWE? Probably not. I don't. I don't, I, think, I don't see who it would. I think an issue with going to WWE now is if you look at the alumni who have left WWE and don't have good things to say about them and the amount of releases they've had in the last 12 to 18 months, you've just lost your job through no fault of your own. Are you going to go to a company where in six months they've just go, yeah, you're done, off you go. Yeah. I mean, none of them would really fit on what they're doing at NXT. I don't no. see any of them making a splash on the main roster right now. I don't know. It'd be whichever ones AEW and Impact want, I suppose. Mm. You know? But it'd be interesting. Um, we'll go through that next week. Someone did ask, like, where they think everyone should go, where we think everyone should go. Um and so we'll 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 we'll, bro we'll approach that maybe next week. We'll have a think about on where we think like some of the main main guys like you know Josh Josh Woods and other people will end up. Rush, for example, he's pretty good. Shane Taylor's pretty good too. But we'll go through that. We'll get some names down, and I'll get your guys' thoughts next week about it. Most of them, I think, go to Impact or AEW, maybe some L MLW, but I don't see any going to WWE except Kenny King. Please. Right. We'll hand over to Vince Russo for one moment, sir. Get ready, Gio. The time has come. No. Awful. Yo, this is Vince Russo, bro, and I am here to talk about Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast. But if I want, really want to break it down, if I really want to pick somebody out, I'm here to talk about Gio who reviews one pay-per-view a week, and usually bad ones. Geo, one pay-per-view a week? Bro, I don't watch one pay-per-view a year. What pay-per-views are you watching every single week, Geo? And I also hear, bro, you only review the bad ones. Geo, newsflash, they're all bad, bro. Whatever wrestling pay-per-view you review is going to be bad. You know why? Because Vince Russo is not booking anymore, Gio. That's why. So you're not going to get any more 
good pay-per-views anymore. You know why, bro? Because here's the question, bro. Here's the question, Gio. When you're watching these worthless pay-per-views, bro, ask yourself this question, bro. Who books this shit? Who books this shit, Gio? Not me, baby. Not me, bro. Right. 2017, sir. <laughs> oh. <laughs> was it bad? Was it, it bad? It was. Go ahead and look up this card. Right. It's what did you have? 2017. It was No Mercy, yeah? Yeah. Right. No Mercy. Yeah. September 24th. Oh. Here we go. So, God. Right. Started. We'll start with the pre show Elias versus Apollo Crews. While Apollo Crews was in his Titus O'Neill Worldwide thing. Um, that was early Elias and Cruz, so perfect pre-show stuff. Elias picked up the win, but he started with a banger. Intercontinental Championship on the line. <laughs> the Miz and the Mr. Raj the against Jason Jordan. Yeah, the next generation of great. <laughs> um, I forgot that. Like Kurt Angle's boy. <laughs> yeah, I, forgot that. I forgot he had the theme song and everything. I was like, next generation of great. Oh, my God. Um, I love the Miz to Raj, though. I thought that was the last time I enjoyed the B team, to be fair, was with the Miz. But I didn't... Honest with to God with you, I forgot that Jason Jordan even had this match. That's how memorable this must have been. You know? <laughs> I had no idea that he even got an Intercontinental Championship match. Um, yeah. Miz retained after Bo Dallas distracted the ref. And Axel attacked Jordan and then Miz hit the skull crushing finale. It wasn't just one man. It was both of them. Um, and then Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. Maybe one of the biggest wastes of all time for me. That This match should have stolen a show and should have been something really hyped for. And do any, Does anyone remember it? No. You know? I just remember it leading into... Finn Balor dressing up as a pumpkin head and Bray Wyatt dressing up as drag and then the match didn't get to happen because it, there was like a whole pay-per-view that got rescheduled due to sicknesses. Yeah. Like Bo Dallas got sick and then gave it to Bray Wyatt who gave it to like Luke Harper who gave it to one of the S.H.I.E.L.D. members so like multiple people were missing from the show. Yeah, it's a disaster. And that, the whole... Finn Balor, Wyatt thing. So it, was it SummerSlam before this that the Demon King took on Bray Wyatt and that was trash? And then there was some yeah. back and forth and he was like, I don't know, wasn't Goldust got involved, didn't he, at some point? Gold, what, like, didn't Wyatt beat Goldust and tried to wipe off his face paint and Balor come out to save? And you, you're just like, what the hell is happening? Like, I've seen Goldust without his face paint. He's not a lucha. <laughs> like, ah. Oh. Anyway. Grim. Yeah, so however, later in the show, after a match with Goldust, the spar stood in the center of the ring, the lights went out, and Wyatt started singing. He's got the whole world in his hands, which led to the rematch. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He, 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 yeah, he, the Demon King beat him at SummerSlam, but he challenged the real Finn Balor. Just nonsense. And then they had another they were supposed to have another match at TLC. Bray Wyatt in a dress, folks. Goodness me. When you look back, Bray Wyatt. Demon of, the demon of Wyatt. He popped up on the screen and was like, oh, I'm Sister Abigail. Yep. <laughs> oh, don't remind me. But how do you, I don't know. 
Yeah. <laughs> Finn Balor, like, almost as bad as the way Road Dog decided to end Nakamura Styles in the WWE ring with a fucking low blow. I will never forgive Road Dog for that. Like, wasn't there even a thing on Twitter, like, people try to get him sacked? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, have you ever gone to like his Twitter? He's always fighting people. Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised if he has anything to do with Raw. He should be. Um, <laughs> Raw Tag Team Championships, the remade shield, well, friends of Ambrose and Rollins, take it on the bar. Um, yeah, do you know what? It's, there's nothing wrong with that match. There's nothing wrong Again. with the match. This was supposed to lead to a six-man tag that didn't happen because <laughs> the half the shield got sick, so they replaced they replaced what's his face with Kurt Angle with Kurt Angle. Yeah, oh, that was then, weren't it? When Kurt Angle came back, and that was his first match back, weren't it? Everyone was like, "We want to see Kurt fight again." And then, what? He's in the Shield. Wait, what? <laughs> Why? Oh God. Um. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, sorry, Roman, Roman got the uh, sickness, so it ended up <laughs> he yeah, ended up rescheduling that match and making it Braun the Miz and Braun the Miz, Kane, Cesaro, and Sheamus versus Kurt Angle, Dean Ambrose, and Seth Rollins. Goodness me! Oh my god! Uh, it was this one though, wasn't this the pay per view that they? Called up Oscar, or they put the promo that she would be debuting out of NXT. I believe so. I believe this was the one actually that they run her first vignette saying that she was going to Raw or something. I'm sure it was. Um, I'm just looking because the women's match was um, was a five women fatal five way. I think yeah, let's get the card oh, back God. here. Yeah, Alexa Bliss, Bailey, Emma, Nia Jax, and Sasha Banks. Yeah. That is what it was. Alexa retained. It was while Alexa was just undefeated, under, under, unbeatable. Um, but yeah, then Emma in it. I just, I never rated Emma. I never did. Never Listen, rated to no leave Dash her alone. Ah, there we go. We found, we found, we found Amos Tamina. <laughs> and I don't care. <laughs> there we go. So you found all our weakness. Mine is Eva Marie. Geos is Tamina. And now Emma for Demo. There we go. Now, is it Emma or Emmalina? Which one did, nope. did Emma like? This, the card <laughs> says Emma. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, and then I guess the big the big match from this card, <laughs> Roman Reigns, John Cena. Um, I don't know. It was a good match. It was a good match. Um, it was just at a time where Roman... It just wasn't working, was it, for Roman? Like, nothing he did or anyone he fought, it just wasn't working. Is it like the, around the times where John Cena would just pop up and be like, I want a match against so-and-so. Give me that match against so-and-so. I want that match. Like, that would literally be his promos. Yeah. Because then he did Mania, where he literally was just like, I'm sitting in the crowd, I want to fight The Undertaker. And he got beaten in three seconds. <laughs> yes, he did. But this was like, I think it was more the promos for this, wasn't it? Like the build to it. That was the, I can do this part-time better than you could ever do it full-time. I loved that line. Yeah, because yeah. that's exactly what was happening. You know? Like it was exactly where Roman Reigns was at that time. Like he couldn't figure it out. Um, but yeah, crazy. Crazy. Um and the final match of Neville, I think this was the end of Neville, wasn't it? This was the end. 
losing to Enzo Amore. Yeah. Didn't he like throw his toys out the pram? Yes, I told him to get fucked, didn't I? Yeah. They were going to have him lose again on like the Raw or whatever, and he just pissed off and walked. I was like, nope. Yeah, because the story was silly because it was after this match. So Enzo won the title, and then he had that no contact clause put in, doing it where if any cruiserweight laid their hands on oh, him, God. they couldn't challenge yeah, for the title. Do you remember that? Tore down the whole division. Yeah. Yeah, and he stood in the ring and just slaughtered them all. He was like, Versace, this is Versace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that, because he, and then Neville attacked him, and that means he couldn't have gone for the title. And I think Neville at that point was like, I don't care anymore. I mean, yeah, then they gave it to Kalisto. <laughs> yeah, Kalisto. Anyway, and then the main event, Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman. Um, was this the like the one with the lead up where he like put the grappling hook and like threw a bunch of shit on Brock? What when they like pulled the, they pulled the thing down? Was that was that Brock? Yeah, like, that? I, I think this the, the lead up to it where like he grappling hooked on, like this big stage thing and yanked it on him. Maybe because <laughs> so it was at the SummerSlam was the four way, weren't it, with Reigns and Joe and Lesnar? Yeah, and then that's when Strowman just attacked Lesnar with like a choke slam and two power slams, weren't it? I don't know if it was. I know, like, he threw Big Show through a cage, weren't it, as a warning to Lesnar as well? Yeah, yeah. It was just messy. It was just at a time it where really it was, was just garbage. It's garbage. The whole <laughs> the whole thing, you know, the whole show was garbage. Um I'd still rather watch that than last night's rather. Yes. Yes, if I had to choose. Gio, you definitely got the, the long straw. We got the short straws watching raw. Um this oh, was God. the this was the last one as well, wasn't it? Or this is where they announced that there was no more brand exclusive pay per views, and they're reducing mm -hmm. they reduced the pay per views after this, didn't they? Probably yeah. because it was so fucking trash. Um, I think they're reducing them again, aren't they? As well, they're getting rid of like TLC's gone. By the looks of it, they're getting rid of all the gimmick stuff. Yeah, yeah, which is right. They they need to. Which I'm okay oh. because then lead a gimmick match to be the end of a feud. Mm. I think they've taken, because on AEW, obviously, they have a lot less pay-per-views and whatnot, and their ticket sales and buy rates are higher for their pay-per-views because it feels like it's actually a special event, whereas WWE throwing out every three weeks, and you're like, oh, God, this again. Yeah, exactly. Like, I I, I want to miss TLC matches. I want to see TLC. I don't, it doesn't need a pay-per-view, yeah. you know? Um, But, yeah, it was a terrible, terrible show. So that's that. Um, right, we've had a request, Mr. Gio. Yeah, go on and bring up this card because this is this is a, a, a great card. So somebody was like, like in the WCW, the reminiscing, and they're an older gentleman, obviously, and they said they would like to see the Bunkhouse Stampede Finals, January twenty fourth, nineteen eighty eight, in Uniondale, New York. So this card, um, yeah. Hey, so this is on, when it was still NWA. This wasn't even WCW. Was Ready? It? Hold on. Before you get to the to that, the Bunkhouse Stampede. Do you know who the winners were? <clears throat> 1985, Dusty Rhodes. 1986, Dusty Rhodes. 1987, Dusty Rhodes. Uh, 1988, 
Dusty Rhodes. Can you guess who was booking this? <laughs> so isn't isn't the bunkhouse stampede just basically a battle royale in a cage? It's a reverse. It's a battle royal where the wrestlers wear like blue jeans and cowboy boots and stuff, and they have to like there's weapons, and the the last the last person out of the cage wins. All right. Because if you click on Bunkhouse Stampede, it just shows you a battle royale. <laughs> it just... Oh, my God. Right, let's get to the card. Um, starts with the tag match. Jimmy Garvin and Sting taking on the Sheep Herders, you know. Oh, my God. The Sheep Herders. <laughs> Quality stuff. Yeah, it's the Bushwhackers, basically. But they're with the Sheep Herders. Um, Nika, Nikita Koloff versus Bobby Eaton, NWA World Television uh, Championship. Uh, Bobby Eaton was a talented boy. Um, Larry's Bisco taking on Barry Windham for the UWF Western States Championship. Um, Hawk, Road Warrior Hawk with Paul Ellerin taking on Ric Flair for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Damn. Um, and then Dusty Rhodes, Arn Anderson, The Barbarian, Ivan Kolov, Lex Luger, at Road Warrior, Animal, Tully Blanchard, and The Warlord, all in the steel cage bunkhouse stampede. God. Um, one of the main points uh, didn't meet with great success, criticized badly because it's booking was not appreciated due to Dusty Rhodes winning every single one. Along with Rhodes' booking, the event was marred by the tickets having the wrong start time on them. <laughs> oh, my God. So it said 6.30, the, the show started, but on the tickets, it was half seven, which meant most of the fans missed the first half. Oh, amazing. So here Good it is. I brought, up, I, I brought up the official rules to this. It's a steel cage bunkhouse stampede. The objective of the match was to throw the opponent out of the cage door or send him out via the top of the cage. It's a Royal Rumble cage. Royal Rumble cage. Yes. And it got, I know, I know it got a lot of like drama to Dusty Rhodes because his booking was a little, a little suspect. Not going to lie. Little suspect. But yeah, that's what you've got to watch. So you're going to enjoy it. You're excited. No. <laughs> Why? Oh, I'm glad pay-per-view, but it's a Royal Rumble in a cage. <laughs> and nobody's nobody's wearing gear. They all just have like blue jeans and cowboy boots. Can't wait. Can't wait to see how you feel next week. Um... <laughs> Right, news just in that's just come up. Goldberg's contract has been known. He has one match left on his contract. Oh, it'll probably um, be at him. Yeah. And then they'll put him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it is worth big money. Um, it's only a couple of matches a year, but there is one match left of it, and they don't know if he's going to re-sign. They might just do the one. Um, so, yeah, he's got one left. So I'm guessing that'll be at WrestleMania. Yeah, like I said, I'm sure they're going to put... Texas, isn't it? Like, doesn't he live Texas? I isn't believe so. There? Yeah, I think he's around that way. Um, but yeah. So yeah, one match left for Goldberg. 
just announced. So that's all the contracts. Apparently that, yeah, Zayn and Owens as well are getting pushes in their apparent moves to keep them. So That's what um, I'm saying. See, I feel like they're, they're, they're promising them like a mania match against each other or something. Could be. Could be. One of them, I think, is going to get a shot or something, like a, a big a big time shot. But I think it's shown Sami Zayn, for me, has done better out of the feud so far. I've enjoyed Sami Zayn on SmackDown with Lesnar and Roman more than Owens turning heel and doing what he's doing. Um, also, RIP to Jimmy Rave. Indeed. Indeed, that yeah. was this week. He died yesterday, 39. Um, had a lot of drug issues, and then he led to both his legs and an arm being amputated. Jesus. Yeah. Yikes. Not fun. Um, and then I think um, didn't uh, Anthony Ogogo took a swipe at uh, Jonathan Gresham on um, on Twitter as well. I saw that. It's like super cute that Gresham was the last ever Ring of Honor champ. Kind of reminds me when Hornswoggle was the last ever Cruiserweight champ. Congrats, kiddo. <laughs> um, also... The best thing for Ogogo to do is to shut up. Just, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, my God. And I think he actually replied. He was like, sorry, darling, who are you? <laughs> and apparently, Gable Stevenson was uh, ringside for Raw. He was front row. Um, they did a big thing about him being there, and then he held up his medal to a huge pop, only pop of the night, only cheer the fans got. Then Lashley and MVP came out. Lashley fist bumped him, and then MVP shook his hand. And I was like, what are we doing? Materials and profits, apparently, or... Put him in her business will be. Uh, this was just after they'd announced all the competitors, you know, all the stars that they'd signed for the next in line project. And then showed him. Mm hmm. Because he was the reason they've started this, I think. So they can try and get top athletes before anybody else. So basically, I think what they're planning on doing is using these to build 2.0 every couple of years. Yeah, which I think is, is the right thing to do. Grab these top athletes. Move some higher paid guys on and rinse and repeat, yeah. in it. Like, um, I get the logic. On the topic of the next in line athletes, Darry, the twins have TikTok. Um, okay. I feel that's all I need to say. Wow. Sweet. They are quite, go. quite popular. I think that's our <laughs> stand then. Um, speaking of which, Instagram picture of the week was 100% Sasha Banks at the Spider Man uh, promo. Make sure you go see that picture. God damn. She looked amazing. Um, but yeah, other than that, that is news done. See what we yeah. got next week. Look forward to... No, I can't even look forward to Raw. I'm just going to look forward to Geo randomly coming in my voice chat and telling me he hates me. So. Uh. <laughs> oh, Geo, you've got a big show to watch tonight, aren't, tomorrow night, aren't you? Oh, how exciting. Uh. Listen... No way, G. I'll be in drag soon. Your 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 pain will stop soon. Oh God! <laughs> right. Thank you so much, both of you. Um, hope you have a fantastic week. Enjoy your wrestling, and uh, we'll catch you all then. All right.